Sometimes, if you're going to get out there and you're going to play the social media game, you need to learn how to crop a photo. Sometimes. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Uh, I do want to, I, I want to throw this out there. If there's anything about this year that was particularly victorious for you, that was triumphant for you, you should call in and, and share that and let, let me know about it. Because this year's winding down. 2023 is about to be in the rear view. And I will simply tell you that for me, 2023 was the year that the dream was realized and here I am. So I'm just sitting here enjoying it. Now, Scamela, she got out there. Scamela is always wanting to show you a picture of her in domestic bliss. So she posted a picture. Uh, let's see, where did she post it? Was it on Instagram or something? I think it was on Instagram. Whatever it was, uh, she goes, Merry Christmas to all. May your day be filled with love, family, and good food. We're making Christmas beef wellington. And then it shows her there in front of her gas stove. <laughs> so the the bug purveyors are out there and they're eating beef wellington and cooking it on a gas stove. So much for the climate emergency, Scamela. Thanks for pointing that out. Why didn't you have a nice big old bowl of crickets and mealworms like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates wants us to have? And who can afford beef wellington? I mean, you know, I have a very significant portion of my, uh, my income gets confiscated. So apparently the ruling class can dine on beef wellington and fresh lobster and the rapidly dying dollars I have left. Well, I'll just enjoy that turkey pot pie. See, this is the story of the haves and the have-nots. And another example of our civil servants living by the rules for thee but not for me mantra. Right outside of Scamela's door are armed people protecting her because she is the vice president. But the left's main talking point, which was remained unchanged for decades, is that an impending climate crisis is going to destroy the planet if we don't surrender everything in our lives, including our lives, our liberty, our property, and wealth to big government. And a huge part of that agenda is the elimination of bovines as a source of food. Like, you know, how many governments have initiated farm buying schemes and cold cows with these emission rules and global warming scaremongering? We get this uh, at Euro News Green less than a month ago. The EU has approved a $1.5 billion, or excuse me, Euro scheme to buy out Dutch farmers and reduce nitrogen emissions. Over 750 Dutch farmers have signed up for a government buyout scheme. It is part of the Netherlands' drive to drastically slash nitrogen emissions, a major source of which is livestock farms. Well, now you would think that when you are this cackling harlot harridan that she is, you would think that Scamela could be a little more discreet. And, you know, it, she's at least trying to hide the gas stove over which she's cooking. But you can also assume that post-meal, the plates off which they ate were washed in a dishwashing machine. Another appliance on the chopping block. And thanks to a gas water heater, which, you know, this too has to be revamped and re-regulated to forge ahead with the green tyranny. Now, never mind that no matter where she lives, which right now she's living on your dime, 
no matter where she lives, she's going to have that gas stove, that that dishwasher, that that hot water heater, that furnace, that air conditioner. She's going to have all that stuff. They don't want you to have it. They want you to have it reimagined, which you can't afford. Nobody can afford it. Nobody wants to afford it. And then uh, the ones that you have right now work perfectly fine. But the sum total of what we have with this little post, <laughs> which is the funny part. This is the funny part. Here we have somebody that's dumber in a bag of rocks. And, it, you, you know, if, if she were to get out there and say, uh, Scamela, what do you like about those school buses where they're yellow? So, okay. Apparently she can't figure out how to properly crop a picture. So she's tone deaf to everything she's preaching and everything she's showing and to the impact it has on you. And she's second in command of this country. Second in command. So I, you know, I don't quite understand this, to be honest with you, but by the same token, I, I'm sure I'm not supposed to understand it. What I'm supposed to know is that, uh, you know, first of all, we're all going to die. Which I think we're probably past, you know, there's this, uh, everything has a point where once you go past a certain point, there is no return. Like if you fly out in an aircraft, the point of no return is when you have gone through half of your fuel and you keep going. You have to have enough fuel to get back to where you came from. Other than that, you're going to be sitting down somewhere else and it better have some fuel there because otherwise you're just, you're now in a, in a aircraft shaped paperweight. And I would imagine that Gaia has already been there. And the, the, you know, the truth of the matter is Gaia's not going anywhere. Gaia's going to take care of everything. We have to fight Mother Earth just to keep our cities from being overgrown. Because it's constantly, you know, nature's constantly trying to come back in from these places where we have cut them out and, and cut, you know, put civilization in place. I, I think one of the best examples of that is probably Asheville. Asheville is... Uh, you know, when you get outside of Asheville, the city proper, when you get out there and you start heading towards Brevard and everything, you see these little outcrops of uh, civilization dropped in the middle of the wilderness. And, you know, you'll have some guy at like a sub shop that's taking out some garbage and out of the wood line comes a black bear at him. The problem with black bears, when black bears come at you, they're going to try to consume you. They are predatory. When they, If they attack you, black bears are predatory. Unlike the Browns and the Kodiaks and the Grizzlies. They're not necessarily attacking you to kill you or to eat you, rather. They might kill you, but they're not, you know, sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Black bear, if they attack you, they're going to eat you. And that's because you can't keep Mother Nature at bay. So the Greens can't, none of this stuff, if we were to do everything they say, they're not going to realize their goal. And nothing's going to change except we'll be in the dark and we'll be cold and we won't have anything. We won't own anything. Everything you're wearing right now, everything that is around you is derived from some sort of fossil fuel chemical. And that means all that will be gone. Or at the very least, that'll be the last of it that we ever see and then you're going to have to maintain it forever. We'll all be like the guys that drive cars in Cuba. We'll be driving a car that's 70 years old. 
And except now you'll be trying to keep your genes together because there will be no more genes. There'll be no more glasses frames. There'll be no more, no more mobile phones because there'll be no more plastic. Do you think it's, here's the thing. I saw this the other day too. One of the things they're doing now is they're, they're banning plastic bags. Except when you coming out of the grocery store, they're banning plastic bags. Where was it the other day that I had to buy a bag? I can't remember. Anyway, but when you go in there and you shop, everything's in plastic. The produce is in plastic. The meat is wrapped in plastic with styrofoam trays. Uh, the gallons of milk are in plastic. Water is in plastic. All of it's single use, by the way. <clears throat> so this is uh, this is why. Uh, <clears throat> I look at this stuff and I'm just like, you guys really don't know what you're talking about, do you? Because until they come up with a alternative to plastic that is viable, <clears throat> nothing changes. There will always be fossil fuel. One day, well, some guy's going to he's going to develop the warp drive, and then we're going to be in we're going to be in business. Then, pal, then the Vulcans are going to notice us, and we'll be asked to join the Federation. But until that day comes. <clears throat> Scamala will continue to cook on that gas stove and cackle about it. I saw this the other day, and uh, it's it's true. And this is why places like Upstate Warrior Solutions exist. They exist because of this. But the VA has decided to start diverting funds to somewhere else besides the veterans. That when we get back, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All I wanted, all I wanted out of the country <clears throat> was for the country to take care of the people that it take, that took care of it. <clears throat> and uh, now I got the busy throat. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I just went through this thing where uh, Upstate Warrior Solutions, and I, I, I'm the one that cut it off. I cut it off because I, I just didn't have the time to mess with this. But when I joined the military, they told me that I would be eligible for VA benefits. Now, the one thing I want is a new knee. I want a new knee. I want to be like Bobby Mack. I want to have a new knee. And um, my best chance of doing that is to, uh, you know, get it done by the VA. Because I know quite a few guys that have new knees via the VA. And they do a pretty good job with this. The problem is, is that what they didn't tell you when you joined the military, at least in the 80s, is if you join, if you join, when you get out, if you make X amount of money, we're not going to give you anything unless you have some degree of disability. So what we were trying to do, I, I have a touch of tinnitus, and you know, I've got a knee issue, and I had a blood pressure issue when, that I got from the military, and a few other things. Had a, uh, I, I had pneumonia numerous times when I was in the military. Um, we were going to look at that. But I, ha I was going to have to go through this process to have to get a, quote, benefit, end quote, that I was told I would qualify for with military service. Now, for my brothers and sisters 
who get VA benefits, I applaud you because you deserve them, as do I. You deserve them. Well, I just found out that uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs is redirecting resources to provide illegal aliens health care. And that, that right now, Congress is out there. They've got something called the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act. And this is in response to uh, what's going on. The question is asked, while Veterans Affairs can't figure out how to get our poor homeless veterans off the streets, they're quick to divert critical taxpayer-funded support to illegal aliens. Who authorized this? This coming from Brigitte Gabrielle. She urged Congress to act to protect our veterans and hold officials accountable. So, this is why, once again, once again, Okay, this is a uh, this is this is a failure of government. See, we, we 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 have this we have this agreement between the government and us. We will allow you to tax us to pay for the upkeep of the country. You, of course, have uh, started abusing that for a very 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 long time, and we just haven't been quick enough on the switch to hold your feet to the fire on this one. But here's the deal. Uh, you have failed on your end. You are a failure as an administrator. And I'm talking to the entirety of the federal government. The VA has one job, Veterans Administration. The way this works is somebody like me comes in and signs up. I give you X amount of my life to do with what you will. When my time is done, I get out. Some guys stay there and they make it a career. They get out. Everybody ends up getting out, whether they die in the middle of the job or they just, you know, make it all the way through to the end and they, they, they separate from service. Then this is when you step in. You're supposed to take care of these people. Instead, you've put all these roadblocks up in the way and everything else. And on top of all of that, now you're going to divert funding that should be going to veterans. There should not be one single veteran on the streets. There should not be one single veteran killing himself or herself today. But there will be plenty of them that do. And in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, you divert funding to, to lawbreakers. And this isn't about compassion When, when, you know, when, when you've got somebody in, uh, in the military, they basically have consigned their life to you. And you send them wherever you want to send them to do whatever you want to have done. And all we ask when we get back is you keep up your end of the bargain and you can't do it. More importantly, you won't do it. During the Biden administration, more illegal aliens are pouring over the border every day including an unknown quantifiable number of criminals, gang members, terrorists, and foreign agents, including the CHICOMs. And uh, right now, according to the Center for Immigration Studies, American taxpayer resources are being sucked up in taking care of the illegals. They create a financial burden for cities, which, you know, those are funded by taxpayers too, drains government resources and overloads the school system, among other things. And for the taxpayer, right, taxpayers paying local tax, paying city, state, and federal, 
you guys that are out there doing all this virtue signaling, it doesn't it doesn't affect you at all, does it? But now you've uh, you know it's already been a thing that the VA has not given out adequate care for veterans for a very long time. It's not a new thing. Now this is only going to get worse. And you guys were abysmal before. Now you're going to do it worse now. So, apparently, in order for uh, somebody to actually get services out of the Veterans Administration, you have to be a lawbreaker now. And in the meantime, here I am, and I've got to go jump through these flaming hoops to make it look like I have some sort of a disability just so you give me the benefit that I qualified for that you told me I would get. This is, you you have failed. Government has failed in this one thing they, they said they were going to do. We're going to take care of you. In exchange for your service, we're going to take care of you. And this is why organizations like Upstate Warrior Solutions exist. Because they don't. They don't take care of you. Upstate Warrior Solutions, they roll in and they do it themselves. Veterans taking care of veterans. So, you know, this is why I do the things I do with them. But this is abysmal. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them uh, sometime. The next, my next remote with them is going to be the 31st of January. Between now and then, I'm going to ask them if they want to get somebody from the federal. See, the state veterans affairs, they do a lot of good for the veterans of South Carolina. They are a great resource to, uh, to, to cultivate and get with. Most of you just don't know it's out there. But I spoke to one of the directors, and I mean, they do some great stuff. They are the liaison between you your time in the military and now your time coming back into the civilian world, which is something the military doesn't provide and the VA doesn't provide. South Carolina does it. So, I would I would look at you and I would tell you, you know, this really hurts my heart to think that the country that I threw my hand up and swore my life on, but you know what? I didn't do it for the government of the United States. I did it for the Constitution, which is still there. And one way or another, all of you guys that have failed us, you're going to face something, somewhere, somehow, and you're going to have to answer for this failure. It would really be cool to be able to watch that. I would enjoy that immensely. And I'm a pretty patient, fella. You know, comes with the job. Pretty patient with what I do. So, saw this the other day. Uh, a indigenous group here in the United States called the Osei Nation. It's mispronounced all over the place. Um, they have taken on and beaten the climate cult. And I think it's actually quite uh, educational to look at what they did. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The Osei Nation. Go ahead and uh, close that one out there, brother. Osei Nation. They, they sh they're they showing how to do something. 
GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Uh, and I'm streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Right before Christmas, a federal judge ended a uh, gave a present to the Osei Nation of Oklahoma, 12 years in the making. Um, they won a massive ruling that requires a company called Enel to dismantle a 150-megawatt RIN project it built on Osei County, or in Osei County, despite the tribe's repeated objections. All this began in 2011. They filed a federal lawsuit in October 2011 seeking to halt the construction of the wind farm, alleging the project unlawfully deprived the Osei Nation of access to and the right to develop the mineral estate. The nation's claims were denied and the case was dismissed on merits. And then the defendants began leasing surface rights for the project, according to the ruling in 2013. 84 turbines on 8,400 acres of leased surface, underground lines, overhead transmission lines, meteorological towers, and access roads. And what tripped up the wind company was their sheer and complete arrogance. The Osei Nation might not have owned all the property, but they did hold title to all the mineral rights under the wind farm and the area required for maintenance, roads, etc. ever since buying the land from the Cherokees in the late 1800s. See, we're getting into this gray area of property rights. We get out there and somebody says, oh, well, you bought that. So long ago. This is different now. Somebody else owns it. No, 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 no. It's not the way that works, you arrogant bunch. 2011, according to an article by Benny Palaka of the Osei News, the superintendent of the Bureau of India Affair in Indian Affairs in Palhuska, wrote a letter to the tribe four days after the adjustment approved a variance request for the RIN project. They warned that the project may have to be removed or relocated if it interferes with the tribe's, tribe's mineral estate. And despite that, they started anyway. They got a letter telling them to refrain from any further excavation of minerals for the wind project until such time that you have obtained a sandy soil permit through the OSE agency. Failure to comply may result in this matter being forwarded to the office of the field solicitor. So they just ignored that warning too. And now it's going to cost them. So this comes this comes from Judge Jennifer uh, Chu Graves is the culmination of 12 years. And during the construction of the project, the company illegally mined rock owned by the tribe and continued to do so even after being ordered by the Bureau of Indian Affairs to stop. Instead of halting work, they sped up the construction. Now they have to remove the 84 turbines that it built on 8,400 acres of the tall grass prairie located between Pahuska and Fairfax. This is going to cost them $300 million. The tribe owns the rights to the minerals beneath the land. And it, you know, these mineral rights include oil, natural gas, and the rocks that Enel mined and crushed for the wind project. By mining without permission, they violated the tribe's sovereignty. They failed to acquire a mining lease during or after construction, as well as after issuance of the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals decision holding that a mining lease was required. She also said the company's past and continual refusal to obtain a lease constitutes interference with the sovereignty of the Osei Nation as sufficient to constitute irreparable injury. 
So 84 420-foot high towers are gone. Gone. Enel is going to be on the hook for hundreds of millions in damages to the OSA besides simply the removal costs. And this has been a fierce fight for them. They've been dismissed by the Supreme Court, but they never stopped going after the wind farm company. The Osei is a very ancient tribe. They, they appeared here in the United States at about 700 B.C. Before there was a United States, before there was anything going on. And uh, they've been here a long time. A very long time. And I find it interesting. You know, we're the colonizers, right? <laughs> we're the ones that stole the land. We're on appropriated land. That's what we're told all the time about us. But then you get out there and you say, well, are you going to give me back my land that you took from me? And of course, they never say, yeah. Because that would be counterproductive. They don't want to do that. They want to, uh, you know, they want to be able to uh, say that, uh, you know, we, 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 we're, the, we, we're the ones that we have this land. We're doing it for the greater good. We're, gonna, we're, we're saving Gaia. And this is what it takes, dogged determination and knowing your rights and that your right really does pay off sometimes. The Osei have shown us. One of the people there, he said, this, there are a lot of smaller tribes that couldn't have battled this long, but that's why we're Osei. We're here and this is our homeland and we're going to protect it at all costs. Let's look at the text line. Let me look at this here. Bill, I'm a retired veteran myself, 28 years. Thanks for letting us know about the VA fighting us for our benefits, but now giving benefits uh, to illegals. This infuriates me. I fought for 11 years to revalidate a career-ending back injury. Then another one. I was qualified for full free medical care from the VA. I guess it got replaced by an illegal. The last time I went there, I was told to pay for it myself. And, oh, you have a link with the matter concerning the military medical you spoke of. I'm just here able to tune in. That, uh, let's see. I believe you can find stuff on this all over the place. As a matter of fact, I think you can find it on American Thinker, Town Hall. The, these stories make the rounds when they get out there. But, I mean, just, you know, the search the search phrase is VA uh, reappropriates funding for illegal immigrants bill va now stands for venezuelan aliens well that's probably true that's probably true <laughs> that's probably true so i i find this uh i don't know i find this quite entertaining to think about that they have done this and uh and persevered Wind is, of, of all the things out there, wind is, uh, it's the most invasive, I think. It's the most invasive. Now, I you know, looking at a wind, and I'm not talking about having to look at a wind or, you know, a turbine. I'm not looking at that. 
what I'm thinking is that, you know, that all the land they have to take up and what they have to do to the land to take it up. So, as we go out the door, as we're talking about being free and all this other stuff, is America, as the politicians tell us when they're trying to strip us of our rights, are we the most gun-violent nation on the earth? I got something to tell you about that, too. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right, we got one more to go before this year winds down, and that'll be me tomorrow. I'll be here with you. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page, December twenty first, twenty twenty three. Twenty four year old man murdered his father, then shot up a university, killing fourteen and wounding twenty five before he killed himself. Which part of gun violent America did this take part in? Nowhere. Happened in Prague, the Czech Republic. How could this happen somewhere else where, without the sinister gun culture of the United States? Because we're so much more violent than anybody else, anywhere else on the earth. You know. And, and look at all of us that are involved in this the MAGA guys, the Catholics, the Christians. <laughs> <laughs> we have more guns in private hands than any other nation, and Americans have been buying more than a million guns a month for the last four-plus years. And it could be higher than that. It's probably, uh, you know, some of these, like if I have a concealed carry permit and I want to buy a gun, I can buy three and nobody cares at one time. But we're far safer than other nations because, uh, you know, if you like look at, who remembers Bill Whittle? Remember that guy? Eight years ago, and the numbers haven't changed that much in eight years, even with COVID, even with the Floyds and the and the BLMs and the Antifas, it hasn't really changed. Where do we rank in gun violence on the planet per capita? Well, we're 111th. <laughs> 111th. Then, uh, if you were to look at the same, if you were to look at our murderous, uh, Democrat, socialist, communist-controlled cities, if we had the same per capita murder rate as Plano, Texas, which is 0.4 per 100,000, and that's one of the most armed cities in America, we would not be 111th in the world. We would be 211th in the world. And if not America, what are the most top what are the top ten most violent countries in the world? In order, Honduras, Venezuela, United States, Virgin Islands, Belize, El Salvador, Guatemala, Jamaica, Lesotho, Swaziland, and St. Kitts and Nevis. Interestingly enough, I used to have an affiliate at the in the Virgin Islands, and they listened to my show religiously. I was a big ranking ratings giant in that market. And it's because of everything that happens there. Regular people are just looking for a way to figure out how to and uh, how, how to deal with things. Now, all of those countries are either socialist or strictly gun controlling or both. So here's some 
Interesting facts. These are not my truths. Over the 20 years from 1998 to 2017, the U.S. had less than 1.13% of the world's share of mass public shootings, 1.7% of its mass public shooting murders, and that's much less than the U.S.'s 4.6% share of the world population. This holds true for school attacks as well, which are very, very rare. That's not what your media would have you believe, though. Hmm? And the reason they want to try to deceive you is they want gun control, because then they have control and we're not free. They tell us that guns can only be used for bad purposes. They're far more likely to kill me than, you know, than a criminal. They have a mystical power to compel a normal sane person to commit mass murder, all that nonsense. Second Amendment doesn't affirm an individual right to keep and bear arms, and America will never be safe until normal Americans are disarmed. That's what they want, but reality is far different. Going back to the Clinton administration, every study done shows that civilians use a gun, rarely with, mainly without ever shooting it, from 500,000 to 3 million times each year. Most of those studies were done by the government, CDC, before Congress in 1996 prevented it from spending money on the anti-liberty gun research. The Clinton administration tried a study confident it would provide more ammunition for gun bans, and it didn't work out for him. It didn't work out for Barack Obama. They tried to bury the study just like Barack Obama did, and it leaked out. Many, And, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just based on a study. How many people? Yeah, I never reported what I've had to do in the past. Never reported that. Many blue cities don't report any incidents either. They don't want to reveal the depth of the failure of their pro-criminal reform policy. And they don't want any positive publicity for people who own guns. So we're not the most dangerous place on the planet by far. We are actually, we're actually quite good. We're quite peace-loving. We are, we fight for justice. We fight for defense. And everybody's welcome to defend themselves. Many people buying guns today are not your typical deplorable. They're, they're women and minorities, gay people, lesbians, and now Jewish people. Reality can be a very sobering influence. And it's ironic that Americans are arming against people like themselves, or at least people they always thought were victims. Once again, ID politics turns all the way around and goes in and comes in from behind. It is a startling spectacle to watch. Talk to you guys in about uh, 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.